by Pam Victor, who is an author, an improviser, a teacher, and uh, we're so delighted to have you down here in Miami and, and, and teaching us all the awesome stuff that you do. Thank you very much. I'm delighted to be here. And so you work out of Western Massachusetts. You're not out of Chicago or, nope. or L.A. or anything or like that. Or even Boston. Or even Boston. But you're nearby to Boston. Two hours away. Okay. I'm in the boondocks. And how does that, I mean, so how 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 do you actually, you know, work on a, on a day-to-day basis? And, and I'm sure you do tons of traveling. And, and, you know, how does not being in one of those places affect your ability to be uh, an improviser and, and an instructor? Well, in the beginning, I thought that was my albatross. I thought that was, I wasn't close to a comedy school. I've never gone through a comedy school. I've never been cast in a team because there wasn't a theater to cast me on the team. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being my blessing because everything that was a challenge was just something I needed to get past. Mm-hmm. And so I've had to create my own team. I've had to produce my own show. I've had to make my own comedy school. I've had to get teachers to come to me. Right. And I've had to create cobble together an education for myself. Yeah, and you do a lot of of interviewing, which right, uh, which and, is why which, I, that, that's where that came from. Yeah, because yeah. So how much of that too was also you know especially with the advent of uh, being able to do you know, interviews on on Blogspot and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, how did that affect your ability to uh, be able to engage with the improv community at large? Well, it was huge because. It, my the geeking out with series, which is my interview, which is my interview series where I interview improvisers, is born from a desire to get to geek out with improv teachers who mm-hmm. I have no access to. Right? right? If you're a Chicago or a Boston or even Miami student, you got these people that are coming in down here, and you get to sit at a bar with them and chat. And I just don't have that kind of access. So I took a class with Joe Bill, who was at Improv Boston, and I'm sitting in the class. It was great. It was a huge, you know, big deal for me on many levels. And I was thinking, I just want to sit in a bar with Joe Uh and ask him for three hours and just talk to him about, just geek out about with him about improvisation. Yeah. And, and you know, if, if you know Joe Bill, you'll know that's how you know, he love. he's very passionate about improvisation and he's a huge brain and loves talking about this stuff and yeah. has just fantastic uh, way of seeing things. And so I figured out this way to do it where I would ask people if they'd sit down with me and I, I, I am with them. So I type questions mm-hmm. and they type answers. So yeah. that, that fit into my schedule also. Right. So I could just, I didn't have to... Uh, uh, write it down from a transcribe it from a um, right, conversation. Right, you just you just copy and paste it right in from. from well, I, I edit it, but uh, yeah, yeah no. it takes time. Yeah, including smiley faces and everything. Just toss it right in. <laughs> yeah, well, and I, yeah, I put in. I try and make it nice and pretty, uh, and interesting to read. Um, and so then I my goal was to work up to Joe, mm-hmm. and so I went with the first person I could thought I had access to, who was Chris Gethard, mm-hmm. who Chris um, took my transported um, an ivory demi cup bra of mine across the state in an RV. Okay. So I had an a- I had access to him um, in uh, that way. This is Chris Gethard at UCB. Yes. Yeah. How did, how did you know Chris, Chris Gethard? Did. Why did he have your bra? Well, I gave him my bra. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't know him, but a few years before that, I ha- had been called up on stage at Del Close Marathon to do a two-person show, just like completely randomly, mm-hmm. with Jason Manzukis, who, mm-hmm. who was at UCB and now is in LA, mm-hmm. um, and on the league and all sorts of stuff. And so 
and then Jason and I sort of became pen pals eventually. And he spent a lot of time just trying to get me to take my top off and send him a picture of myself okay. topless. Okay, sure. Which I did not do. Uh-huh. I did not do that. Um, so I decided, I was like, oh, but it would be fun to do a show with you. So I, I took an old bra, but it was in, in nice shape when I just didn't wear that much. And I put a little note on it saying, would you like to do a show with me? <laughs> and I knew Chris was going. Check yes or no. It's right on the size label. <laughs> Pretty much. And so Chris was doing a kickoff uh, show at Improv Boston where he was taking an RV uh, with a bunch of UCB people across the country and landing in L.A. Mm -hmm. um, and going anywhere people would tweet to him to Mm -hmm. go uh, and just like being, you know, just his crazy Chris Gethard stuff. Uh And I think I emailed him before and said, are you going to see Jason Manzoukas by any chance? And he said, actually, I'm having lunch with him the first day I get to Uh L.A. And I was like, would you mind doing me a favor? Right. So I, the most normal favor in the world. <laughs> well, you know, he, I just figured if anybody, he would. Yeah, He's yeah, kind of yeah. like that um, with his crazy show. So um, after the show, I just, I know Improv Boston a little bit, and I just didn't ask anybody if I could go to the green room. I just went to the green room. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, we, my husband was at the show with me. I was like, excuse me, hon, I have to go get my bra to Chris Gethard. And I went downstairs <laughs> into the green room, and I just hand, I was like, would you mind bringing this to Jason Manzoukas? Um <laughs> And the first thing he did was to smell it because mm. I uh-huh. I had I'd put a little bit of my perfume on it. Okay. I wear essential oil. Okay. <laughs> smelled like cinnamon. Fantastic. <laughs> smelled like cinnamon. Uh, and he's like, does this smell? And I, I said, yeah, it does. And he said, okay. And so <laughs> he took it across. And so when I interviewed him, mm-hmm. I asked about the how that went with the bra. Because I pretty much had a vision of it hanging on a rear view mirror, you know, ending right. up someplace in Texas mm-hmm. in the dirt or something. Like, yeah. woohoo! Yeah, they have the opening shot of Breaking Bad, like exactly. with the pants, only it's your bra. Right, yes. right. But no, it turns out he took very good care of it and delivered it. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And so now you have you have access to a lot of, you know, different improvisers and things like that now and you're actually writing, you know, literally the in the title of the book is the TJ and Dave book. Yes, Improvisation at the Speed of Life, the TJ and Dave book. And how did you how did you get connected up with TJ and Dave? Well, and that also was born out of geeking out with. I mean, it's the story is basically a story of asking just like it doesn't hurt to ask is mm-hmm. the story. Like if you want to put on a show, just fucking do it. Don't mm-hmm. ask if you can do it. Just put on the show. If people come, then you get to do another show. Right. People don't come, do a better job publicizing, put on another show. Mm-hmm. Right. So write the interview. Ask the, everybody, almost everybody I've asked. I'd say 96% of the people I've asked to be interviewed say yes. Sharna, mm-hmm. Joe Bill, Mark Sutton, TJ, Dave, Susan Messing. It's just like... Everybody I want to, and I have just haven't had time to interview, yeah. but I, I know I could get you know anybody. Um, uh, Mick Napier has not. He said yes to me in person, and then hasn't. Is, I don't think he's interested in talking about improvisation. Yeah, <laughs> but I interviewed. Um, I so I I snuck my way into a TJ and Dave show that was in my area. Mm-hmm. They came to my area, and I was in love with them already. Mm-hmm. Uh, their work, um, and TJ's from my from Western Mass. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I didn't have a ticket because the t- the show sold out very quickly. It was a fundraiser mm-hmm. for his mom's organization, 
Um, so I just showed up and begged my way in. Sure. Yeah, and as I, you do. Yeah. Right. Well, it's like, you don't understand. I'd never seen that before. I was like, this is like seeing the Beatles for me. Okay. Right. You yeah. know, it's just like, I'll wash dishes, please. I'll stand in the back. You, yeah. Please. So there was somebody, I'm not, I can't remember if it was TJ's mom or a, uh, one of her sisters or something like that said, here, you can have my extra ticket. Okay. And so she let me in and then I made my way to a really good seat and ended up sitting next to one of TJ's aunts who I became fast friends with. I I mean, she's practically nursing me by the end. We were just became very close friends. He has a very wonderful family. Um, and afterwards, people were all around TJ mm-hmm. because he's a hometown boy. And Dave's just kind of standing there thanking people. Right. Um, and, of course, I'm blown away. You know, it's 50 minutes later and my mind is blown because I've seen my first show. It was fantastic. Right. And it was, I was just, holy you know, the when you see, for me, when I saw TJ and Dave the first time, my I heard an audible which was <laughs> my cat dying. Yeah, I, what is that noise? <laughs> That's not, not good. You're doing a gesture, raising your hand along yes. your throat. That was the sound of my bar being raised. Uh-huh, yeah. It was a squeaky right. bar because it had been... It had been welded in place. Yeah. Uh, and then suddenly I could see what improvisation is capable of. Right. Uh, so I just forced myself to introduce myself to David and and said and I forced myself to say, would you be willing to sit down with me and let me interview you? And he said yes. And Dave could be a really intimidating guy. Um, people find him very intimidating. Um, that's why it's much easier to do the interview not face to face. Right? Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and sure enough, he did it. He I mean, he sat down with me and did it. He didn't understand it was going to be IMing, so he actually called me, and I was like, <laughs> What do I do? <laughs> I have to pick up the phone. Could, can we text this? Oh, I was just, so, but then, it, you know, I got him settled. Um, and we did a great interview. It was, I think, a two-part interview. Mm-hmm. TJ actually ended up writing me after and said, good job on that interview. Really liked it. Which, you know, of course, it was like... You know, high praise. Right. Yeah. Mind-blowing. Unsolicited from him. I was just amazed. And then I went to Chicago for the uh, IO improv, uh, the intensive mm-hmm. for five weeks, which is another whole story. It took me years to get there because mm-hmm. um, I also was a stay-at-home mom, a homeschooling mom. And so getting five weeks off was no small feat. Right. But again, just asking and just Just putting jumping. yourself in there. Yeah. yeah, just jumping. And so while I was there, I asked TJ if he would sit down with me beforehand. And he's like, I can't type. So I said, well, if you'd be willing to sit down with me face to face, I'll I'll make an exception and do the interview that way. Uh, and then it took me two, two and a half weeks to introduce myself, to get up the nerve. Uh-huh. Because when you see TJ, he performs all the time in right. Chicago. Yeah. Uh, you've seen him perform? Yes, yeah. In TJ and Dave? Mm-hmm. Have yes. you seen him in other stuff? No, just that. He is phenomenal. And I have to say, yeah, he's just the most amazing improviser I've ever witnessed in every show, whether it's just an Armando, which could be, you know, this crazy clusterfuck at IO sometimes and just astounding player. Um, just that, you know, he just has elevated the, the, um, the art form, I think. And he is at his best with David and David is at his best with him. And they're just such a beautiful thing. So I actually, made myself introduce myself because I emailed him. I was like, I'm scared to meet you. And he's the most approachable guy, um, but I'm going to do it. And he's like, okay. So I met him. I was, he's always sitting at the bar at IO. Mm-hmm. So I went over and I said, hi. And he said, hi, Pam. <laughs> I was like, hi. hi. <laughs> and then started blabbering. Cause that's what I do. Uh, and he, I, I, three days later, I'm sitting in his living room asking him every question I can think of. 
and that was and, and that was the geeking out with. Yeah. So after that, I said I wrote them an email and said. Um, I have been in, you have been in my mind, in my heads. Like I've been writing in your word, your words for the past several weeks. I think you, you, you say something different than anybody else says mm-hmm. it. You know, you, you, you see improv in a different way than everybody else does. Mm-hmm. And I think you need to write a book. And I think I should be the person to help you write it. But if I'm only there to buy it and read it, I, that would be make me as happy as can be. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah. And then I hit send. <laughs> and then kind of forgot about it because really, right? It's like buying a lottery ticket. Right. Yeah. Who's going who's gonna to Who, say yes? Who's going to say yes? Yeah. Ridiculous. And of course, I didn't hear anything for two weeks. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't give it. I put a lot of polls in the water in order to make not one of them the most valuable. Like I ask and I ask and I ask right. these different things. And then when I, I just like sometimes people say yes and I've forgotten asking them even. Yeah. So, um. I got an email from David a couple weeks later that said, TJ and I would like to talk to you about the possibility of writing a book with you. And I showed it to my yeah. husband because I was like, do you see this too? Is this a prank? <laughs> Am Who I did this? awake? Am I in heaven? You know, what, what's going on here? Um, and this- yeah. yeah, that's great. And then and then it took months to yeah. actually sit down and start. And then they and I and we had a little and we might have had a conversation. No, I think and then we kind of, they kind of very slowly moved and I couldn't get them to take the next step forward. Mm-hmm. So, I was really bumming about it. Um and I was just going to forget it. You know, I was like, you know, this was ridiculous in the first place like it was going to happen. Um and my friend Stuart was just like do more do more and I was like well I know exactly what the book is going to look like and he said well tell them that so I sat down and wrote the outline for the book Mm -hmm. and sent it to them and that's when the ball started to get rolling great and and that's what the book looks like it's very similar to my outline and it's coming out very soon it's coming out in April 2015 we sent it to the printer a couple days ago awesome and um yeah I mean it's and you never feel like it's done but Mm -hmm. It's Fantastic. how they do improvisation. Yeah. It's not a how-to as much as a how they, how they do, do it. it. Yeah. Which, and I think people will find it useful. Yeah. And you incorporate a lot, both in, in, in your other writings and, and in, in even how you teach, a lot of the sort of mindfulness mm-hmm. as an approach to, um, to, to conceptualizing, imp- or not conceptualizing, but I guess experiencing improv. Right. On my own, I teach the, the curriculum I teach at home and mm-hmm. in Western Mass is Zen of Improv, mm-hmm. which is taken from the work that TJ and Dave and I did, or TJ and Dave's approach, but it's my version of it. So a lot mm-hmm. of times when we'd write this book, I'd be like, oh, that's just like life and the Buddhist concept, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, mm, yeah, mm, save that for your book, uh-huh. Right. <laughs> Dave's down with that. TJ's not down with any of that stuff. Yeah. They really just wanted to write about improvisation and not tell anybody how to mm-hmm. live their lives because they don't feel like they have any right to do so. I feel like I have every right in the world to tell you how to live your life. So um, no, I don't. But... <laughs> <laughs> but I'll still do it. You right. can listen if you yeah. You can say no, and then fine, go ahead, ruin your life. Uh, so Zen of Improv is how I teach improvisation, and then I do applied improv called Mindfulness Through Laughter. Mm-hmm. And that's using the tenets of improvisation for mindfulness. It's just being in the moment. Like, you know the game Big Buddha? Do you right. it's called Big Buddha or Big Booty? Big Booty, yeah. Big Booty? Do you call it Big Booty? Big Booty, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is a mindfulness exercise. You cannot be anywhere else but at that moment, right? right? You can't be thinking about 
issues you mm-hmm. have while playing Big Booty. You can only be thinking about what the other people are doing and what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And be open, receptive, mm-hmm. and willing to react quickly. Right. Which is, that's mindfulness. It's did, just being conscious and... Was mindfulness something you were doing before you were doing improv, or did you discover that independently, no. or did it just sort of fall out? I think what... It fell out. I was sneezing. Uh-huh. I sneezed, and yeah. it just, like, fell out, and I yeah. picked it up, and I was like, holy shit, this could be a career. Um... <laughs> I think I, the more I improvised, the more I started to lead my life according to the rules of improvisation. When mm-hmm. I have a problem, I looked, what's the rule of improv that, you know, say yes. Okay, mm-hmm. remain open to it. Stop judging the scene you're in. Stop mm-hmm. judging the moment you're in. Just be in it. Listen and react and see what happens next. Right. Right. You don't know it's a mistake until it's over. Right. Right. All that stuff. Yeah. So I was like, this is just plain good life living. Right. And it just happens to be a lot of the same tenets of Buddhism and and, yeah. and mindfulness and insight meditation and things like that. I could see that all those practices share a lot of the same principles. Amazing. Of, of I was just improv. reading about mindfulness today and I was like, down the line, they could have been talking about improv. Right. Like all exactly the definition of mindfulness is everything that we do in improvisation that helps us be better improvisers. Fantastic. Well, Pam Victor, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. It was really a pleasure. pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you. Just the Funny Presents is presented by Just the Funny, Miami's home for improv and sketch comedy. For more information, visit our website at justthefunny.com.